This is Shout Youth. If it's your first time, my name's Kingsley, and those are all the leaders. We're stoked that you're here. I'm Kingsley. I'm the youth pastor. I'm super pumped to be here speaking to you guys tonight. I'm super duper pumped. Basically, I don't think, I ha I don't think we have any announcements um, except for Jesus is alive, and we're pumped, and we're excited. So much hype. Welcome to Shout Youth. What's going to happen next? is I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to share a message that I have prepared for you guys. And I'm praying that it, like, rocks your world or, like, rocks you right out of your shoes. So if that means you have to take your shoes off in order to get your socks rocked off, then do that. I don't know. Whatever. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to pray. You guys ready? Awesome. Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you for tonight, Father. We love you so much, God. Thank you for what you want to teach us tonight, God, about our identity, about what you say we are, and how you have the plans for our life, and it plans more abundantly, God. Thank you. Reveal that to us tonight. Let this, let this truth wash over us, God. We, we, we welcome your presence tonight. Holy Spirit, come into this room right now. God, we worship you. We love you, God. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this room. I just pray for uh, open ears. Oh. Ooh, I hit that. Open ears and open hearts to hear this message right now, God. Let us concentrate on you, Father, and what you have for us. And everybody said, amen. amen. In Jesus' name. So tonight, for the next 10 to 15 minutes, I'm going to share out of the Bible. This is the living word of God. It's alive. Yeah. Come on. The living word of God. God has plans for our life, and we've been learning here as a group. We've been learning about identity and what God says about us, yeah? We've also become very aware of what the world says about us. We've actually been doing some journaling on Sundays. It's been really great, and I encourage you guys to come check out Sundays at Youth on Sundays at the Clark Center. It's awesome. We come together as a group right after the worship. But anyways, we've been talking about identity, our ID, and what God says about us. God says so many good things about us, so many awesome things. Did you know that? Yeah? Well, then good. Good. If you didn't, God says you're a child of God. God says that you are his masterpiece. He loves you completely. He has nonstop, unrelenting, unfailing love for us. He has grace and mercy, and he loves to pour those out all over us. He loves us so much. He wants us to choose him. He doesn't force anything on us. It's a sweet deal. It's a sweet deal. It's the best deal you can ever receive anything, what, what Jesus is offering. Amen. Thank you. When Here at Shout Youth, if you like what somebody is saying, that sounds good, shout. Thank you, Adam. Literally shout. And you could say amen. That means I agree with that. Preach. So say, amen. And it's all right to say a hallelujah. Thank you very much. Preach. Hallelujah. I'll receive that as well. Thank you. It'll just get me, it'll just get me more pumped. It'll just get me more pumped. So check this out. <laughs> the old has passed, the new has come. When you give your heart to God, when you give your heart to God, you're no longer operating out of the old you. You're no longer operating out of the old you. You're operating in the new you. 
you're no longer operating out of what you used to do. So that means all the things that, you, that were attached to you before you gave your heart to God, those things are now gone. Shh. Those things are now gone. This is an amazing deal, you guys. This is unlike anything you will ever come across in your entire life. This is like anything you will ever come across. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. The old has passed. This is what the Bible says. The old has passed away. You don't have to live in that anymore. We live for the now. Can you guys follow me in this? We cannot recover yesterday. It's already happened, yeah? And we, we don't have tomorrow. All we have is today. So there's no reason to try and recover yesterday. There's no reason to worry about what happened yesterday. There's no reason to worry about that. It, it, you can't recover it. It already happened. Don't live in the past. God doesn't want us to concentrate on our old struggles, our old things that the enemy was trying to get you down. He wants you to live for the today. And we can't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to worry about itself. We just have today. We're blessed with today. And how many of you guys know that every single day God gives brand new mercy and he gives brand new grace for our life? Meaning if we mess up, he gives us brand new things. Even though we deserve them, he, he removes them from us getting them. Meaning we deserve the bad thing, the evil things that we choose to do. We deserved to, to get circumstance. We, we deserve to be totally like blamed for that, right? But that, that's not how it is. It's, a, it's the most amazing deal ever. So what do we do as new creations? As a new creation, we don't live to our old habits, I'll tell you that. I will, thank you. We don't live for yesterday, we live for today. We don't worry about tomorrow, tomorrow is going to worry about itself. Yeah? I want to talk about this guy named Paul. A lot of you guys know who that is. It's this dude who wrote basically most of the New Testament. This is everything after Jesus' life. Okay, this guy, Paul, is writing a bunch of letters, and he's writing to this church called the Colossians in, the, in Colossae. Turn to your neighbor and say, Colossians. Colossians. So being that we're new creations, ready? So being that we're new creations, we need instructions. Anybody need an instruction? You're like, dude, I became a Christian. Hey, I'm new at becoming a Christian. I need instruction on what to do. How do I, how do I live for today? How do I live a holy life? How do I do that? Do I just, does it all of a sudden just happen and just gets downloaded? Guess what? God gives us instruction. It's from his word right here. He tells us, here's the best guide to life. This is the owner's manual to life. So Paul's writing to the Colossians. Get this. Paul had never even been to Colossae. He'd never even been there. Colossae? Colossus from Six Flags? Um, he had never even been to this church. He's writing to a Christian church. He had never been there. He'd never even met these people. Can you guys imagine writing letters to people you've never met before? Has anybody ever done that? Paul's never met them, but he's encouraging them. He's writing a letter to them. He's showing them everything that they need to know in a life with Christ. He's giving them instructions. So here's one of the instructions that he gives. 
Colossians 3, verse 2. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. You've died your old life. You don't have to live like that. A couple of you guys got baptized recently. Public declaration that I love Jesus. That's what, that's what that is. A couple of you guys in here have been baptized recently. Public declaration, meaning everything before that, God's not even going to look at. He doesn't gauge all those things. He's not looking at the past sins that you messed up. He's not looking at that stuff. God doesn't sit up there counting our mess-ups and our sins. That's not what God is about at all. God came to, he sent his son to save the world, not to condemn it. This is the truth. This is what the Bible says. And then in Colossians, uh, reversing, Colossians 1, verse 10 through 12, Paul says this. When we pray to God, we should pray this in order that we may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, and being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of the light. That's the word of God right there. Somebody say amen. It's a good word right there. Growing in the knowledge of God. So Paul's giving instructions. He's saying that when we pray, we should pray that we may live a life worthy of God. Because God, <laughs> he's the creator of all. He put, the, he put the stars in the sky. He created the solar system. He created everything. He created everything. God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-supreme. He's everywhere at all time. He transcends time. God is huge, if you think about it. In a, lot of the, in a lot of the classes that I'm in right now, oh my goodness, learning about like Genesis, the creation of how God created the heavens and the earth and how God created us and everything, it's a lot to take in because it's amazing. It's just like so insane. Like God is ginormous. He's huge. He's amazing. He's so vast that even the Bible says we'll never be able to, comp we'll never be able to comprehend how amazing and how endless his love is. No human will be able to even, we, we, we cannot understand it. There are mysteries of God that we will never be able to know because he's that amazing, because he's that huge, he's that grand. And when you, when you approach God, we should be praying that we could live a life worthy of him. And guess what? He has plans for your life. And each and every single one of you, he has plans for your life. Abundant plans. You guys know what abundant means? More than enough. Thank you, Nathan. This is the Bible that we're using on Sunday school. It's the New Testament. It's called abundant life. I was like, huh. Isn't that neat? Abundant life. 
And when I opened up the first page, you guys want to hear what it said? The dictionary defines the word abundant as meaning more than adequate, richly supplied, plentiful. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So the life that is, so the abundant life is one that is richly supplied with what we need. A life that is available because Jesus came to provide it. It's right out of the very first part of this. And then it goes on to say, the secret to abundant life is a close relationship with God as we follow the truths of the scripture, his Bible. That was so good. I underlined it. I highlighted it. I circled it. I wrote down a little sticky note and put that up. I was like, the key to abundant life. You guys want to learn how to live an abundant life. Yeah? The key is a close personal relationship with Jesus. Close personal relationship with your creator. Amen. Come on. When I found out that God, the one who created me and everybody else and the world, actually wants to have a real relationship with me, that, was, that rocked me. I was like, wait, specifically me, meaning my relationship is different from my pastor's relationship. It's different from his relationship. So it's like personal? Yes. It's personal. Just like Jesus when he came to the earth and he had all the disciples. These are his friends, his homies. Each of the disciples had a close personal relationship with Jesus, and they were all unique. That's how we can freely approach God. That's what he wants from us personal relationship. He wants us to talk to him. He wants us to spend time with him. He wants us to be like a sponge and grow in the knowledge of him so that he can continue to pour out blessings so that he can show us ways on how we can share his message and share God's love and get our families saved and just bring healing and see miracles. This is real, you guys. This is real stuff. I've seen it with my own eyes. God wants us to apply his word, be doers of the word, and out of being f- filled with the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, out of being flow, out of that, He wants us, He calls us to be overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Be overflowing, abundance, surplus, more than what anything can handle. That's unlike anything I've ever seen before. <clears throat> Do you guys know what overflowing looks like? When you ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, you guys know what overflowing looks like? God calls us to live an overflowing life, not an empty, drained-out life. This is our life. This is our life. This is the Holy Spirit. He calls us to live an overflowing life, abundant, surplus, more than what this can hold. This is the Holy Spirit with your life. Overflowing. Think about the children in Africa. Overflowing. Think about the children in Overflowing. So that you will be pouring out. Pouring out. This is what Jesus wants to do. Get that 
If this is your life, and you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you're not giving your heart to God, and you have the cap on, meaning, no, 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 I'm good. I don't believe in you. No, 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 I'm good. How can you be filled? This is your faith right here. How can you allow anything to get into you if you are closed off to God? If you're not seeking Him. If you're not seeking a life worthy to live with Him. If you're not communicating with Him, how can you ever get the abundance and get the overflow and get your friends saved and see people healed? How can you ever do that? You're not going to be able to do that. There's no way water will get in this. God doesn't call us to live empty. He calls us to live overflowing. When you share the message of God with somebody, when you share the message of God with somebody, when you ask the Holy Spirit to come into their life and change their life, this is what you are doing with somebody. Here you go. You can have a little bit of mind. You can have a little bit of mind. Here it is. When you share Jesus with somebody, you're giving them life. So eventually, they can pour out too and overflow. You guys following me? Yeah. God calls us to live in the overflow. Question, what does the overflow literally look like? What does the overflow look like? I will give you an example. Well, I will give you an example right now of what the overflow looks. I don't have something, I don't have some amazing word or Christianese or anything like that. I don't have that. All I have is what, is what I have. This is the overflow of my life right now. Here's the abundance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Here's what waking up every single morning saying, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. God, I want to encounter you today in a real way. Help me to share with people today. This is what it looks like for my life. I can't tell you what it looks like for somebody else's life. I can tell you what it personally feels like in my life. I slept for three hours last night because I have another job where I can get some more money. I still work on the ambulance, okay? I still have a small part-time job that I do a couple times a month. And it's a 24-hour, it's a 24-hour ambulance, ambulance. And so I didn't sleep last night. I got three hours of sleep. So seriously, like physically, I should be totally tired right now. Like I should be passing out upstairs to think that I haven't slept since Sunday night. I have three hours. You want to know how I feel? I feel like I'm overflowing. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. Why? Because when I woke up this morning after three hours of sleep and I felt super tired and I felt like I should just give up and go to sleep and just call this day done and be like, I'm tired. I'm not worthy of this day. I can't do anything. I can't do it today. I'm just going to stay home and sleep. I said, no, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. God, you've called me to this today. I was born for this, God. Fill me with an overflow. I want to be like that water bottle. I want to pour out so that I can go and share with some youth tonight that I'm blessed to share with. I said, God, fill me up today. Give me supernatural energy. Do you guys think that I am tired right now? Would you have thought that I am on three hours of sleep in the last 48 hours? No. Why? Because I asked God. I said, God, please fill me. 
okay? I got, with a, I got with a friend, I got with a brother before youth, and actually this morning when I met with Austin, I said, bro, I'm tired, I have not slept, but I'm asking God for it. And he said, dude, let me encourage you. And he laid hands on me and he said, God, continue to fill him up so that when he gets to youth tonight, he's overflowing. You guys can have this. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You guys can have this. Each and every single one of you can have that. You can be operating out of the abundance. You can have the eternal life. You can be overflowing. So where you think that you do not have enough supply, God will bring you supply. Where things are inefficient in your life, where there's not enough money, where there's not enough effort, where there's not enough plans, where there's not enough whatever, where there's no car, where there's no grades, whatever, God can teach you to operate out of the overflow. And it starts with step one, giving your heart to God and saying, God, fill me. How do we get there? How do you get to an overflow? How many of you guys want to be operating and living a life out of overflow? Come on. I got energy. I want to go run a marathon right now. Why? Because God is good. I'm going to save people on the way. Hey, do you know Jesus? Okay, cool. Do you know Jesus? Oh, you don't? Hey, let me share with you. Hop in. Let's go. I want you to operate out of the overflow. I don't want anybody going through another day, and I'm talking about all of you right now, I don't want any of you leaving this room if you're walking in darkness. It is not an option. I refuse that. I refuse that anybody walk out of here going, oh, I'm just super bummed. I'm going to head. I'm just going to go home. That's good for Kingsley. That's not me. No, 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 no. The whole point of being here in a body of believers, because we are a body of believers right here. Come on. The whole point is that you can reach out and tell the person next to you, hey, I need prayer. I need help. It is okay to be yourself in this place. It's okay to not be overflowing. It's okay to be the person that has very little and needs a fill up. Some of the very first people that would love to help you overflow and get you started are, are the leaders. They love you guys. They're here for you. That's what we're here for. It's, they're passionate about you. We want to point you guys towards Jesus, Jesus and give you guys plans on how to live in the overflow. How many people want to live in the overflow? Come on. Come on. Everybody should be raising their hand for this. Live a life worthy for the Lord God. He's called us to it. He's given us plans for it. Abundant life. Not, not boring life. Abundant life. The best life you can ever have, ever, is living a life for God. 100%. <laughs> I am so serious about that. There's no way that there's no way. Once you encounter God, you guys, once you encounter the Holy Spirit, you never want to come out of it. Once you, I mean, honestly, I'll listen to a worship song or I'll be reading this, this message or reading this Bible, whatever it is, and I start feeling that God's presence, it's addicting. You like don't want to come out of it. It's insane. It'll totally, totally wreck you. You don't even care about whatever, what else was going on or, or about what people think of you or anything like that. You just you just care about him. You just love him. And all of a sudden, you just get filled with Jesus and you start to become him. I want this for all of you. God wants this for you guys. He wants you to live an abundant life. So here, I'm going to sum this up. You ready? I'm going to speak this over you guys. Receive it. Believe it. Ready? You were born for this. Say it. You are paid. You are paid for by a high price. 
You were paid for by a high price. What does that mean? Jesus gave his life for you. He poured out his blood for you. He didn't just accidentally spill it. That's an accidental, like, oh, whoops. Jesus openly poured out his body. He openly poured out his blood for you. You were chosen. Say, I am chosen. You have been positioned. You've been called. You're made alive in Christ. You've been made new. You are holy. You are blameless. You are restored. You are forgiven. You are set free. You've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the increase. Ask him for more. You're qualified according to him. You're a champion in him because he has the victory. You were born to fly. Some of you guys, oh my goodness, the wings in this room. Oh my goodness. Like I'm looking at you guys. You guys are insane. Yes. The, the wings in this room, but some people don't know how to fly yet. They don't know that they have wings and God's going to teach you guys how to soar into the abundance. I'm, this is real. You're qualified. God has given you all you need and more. Just ask him for it. Just ask him for more so that you can be in the overflow. I want this for you guys. Okay. You want some water? Here you go, homie. Got you. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. How many... Presence of God is in this room. I'm just going to say that. It's real. Where few are gathered, he'll be. We're just a few, and there's a bunch of us here. Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus is here. Oh, gosh, he's so good. It's nuts. I want you guys to live out of the abundance. Live out of the abundance. That's what you are called to. That's, what's, that's what you've been positioned to. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Okay. You guys good? Okay, cool. Let's, let's split up into groups. Let's talk about what we just learned and what affected us the most. Ask your leader and say, how do I get filled up? Overflow. Overflow. That's the overflow. Overflow.